Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another super awesome episode of Q-Tips. We are the Video Store Junkies, and about every week, except for last week, we took a break. About every week, we give you some recommendations to watch on the weekend. About six to eight, you just never know. There's, there's going to be something, a little bit of something for everyone, so you just can't go wrong. So that being said, let's kick it off, and I'm going to pass this over to Bill. Hi, how you doing? Um, I want to recommend, and this one's on, oh, what is it? Fubo, Tubo? Tubi? No, it's just Tubo. Well, no, it's just Tubi well, and a Fubo. Fubo. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Tubo, Showtime, AMC Plus, uh, and Tubi. Hey! And Shudder. Oh, hey! my gosh. It, okay, this thing's everywhere, which usually is a bad sign, but this is Lucio Fulci's House by the Cemetery third in the completely unconnected, but we've forced it to be connected, um, kind of, uh, I don't know, Lovecraftian trilogy that uh, we have with the Beyond and City of the Living Dead. And this one, like the best Fulci films, doesn't make a lick of sense, has not much of a narrative there. Boy, he, he loves close-ups of eyes. Although this one uniquely does not have any injuries to eyes because I guess he wasn't happy with how the special effects for that scene came out. So it's there, but it's not there. And it's about a family that literally the first shot in the film is a house by a cemetery. Like yeah, there's a cemetery, we track up and there's a house. So no lies are spoken here. Uh, they move in, and uh, but they don't know that there's a zombie, Dr. Freudstein, down in the basement. And this zombie is one of the most messed up zombies. I don't know how... Actually, you could become like this guy. He's kind of mummified skin with, pus I, I don't know. He's just really messed up. And if you stab him, uh, blood and maggots fall out. And that's pretty much it. You know, yeah, it, the movie takes kind of a long time to establish that there's something going on here. And, and, and the payoff is pretty good. The gory, it's just a dreamlike nightmare for little kids. Now, Renee, of course, loves the little kids. Mm -hmm. And this this one has this one has one of those creepy European blonde haired blue eyed Hitler youth little kids. Just he's been in a lot of films and everything, and he's actually really good in this. But you won't know it because the dubbing is some of the worst dubbing ever. And if you've sat through a lot of Euro horror, you're saying that's a bold statement, Bill. Trust me, this kid's dubbing is so wretched, so terrible, it, it, memorably bad. But it's Fulci. I think it's the my least favorite of the, of the three. I mean, I love the Beyond and City of the Living Dead keeps creeping up in my estimation. But House by the Cemetery is still a lot of fun, and uh, Fulci just needs a reevaluation. His stuff is way better than it's often given credit for. So, like I said, it's, uh, this is from 1981, 1981, and it's on a whole bunch of things. Definitely cool to watch. And, and like with all Fulci films, luckily now we're starting to see good prints. As a before, where I think a lot of his reputation was kind of cheap and crappy because the dupes were cheap and crappy. Mm. But these, now we're starting to see he was actually a really good craftsman. Excellent use of color and mood and lighting. It's not Baba, not Argento, probably for the better, but <laughs> good stuff. So there you go. And I will throw this right back at Renee. Well, hello. Uh, so I have a movie that, you know, when you hear the title, you're going to think, oh my goodness, what am I in for? And, um, 
you know, I know I've that I've recommended some questionable things in the past. But <laughs> this was actually pretty cute. <laughs> so the movie of the, the, of the movie of this, oh, the title of this movie is called Bad CGI Sharks. <laughs> oh my gosh what am i in for yeah it's available on my favorite tubi and voodoo yep. and plex um yeah and it is just uh ridiculous it's funny um it's about oh my gosh some brothers that get back together they're they're gonna see now this you might relate to this a little bit because they're filmmakers and they're okay. getting back together to make the film that they've always that they need to make. You know, it's like this the thing they have to make it. Um, so yeah, that's that is the story. It's actually pretty cute. I liked it. It's called Bad CGI Sharks. So that is my recommendation, and I will pass it over to Paul. And, and I'm going to second both of your guys' suggestions. Uh, House by a Cemetery, I'm right up there with you, Bill. It, mm. It's definitely worth watching. But again, of the three, it's probably the lowest one of the three mm -hmm. for me, but still worth watching nonetheless. And CGI, bad CGI sharks is, is a hoot. So um, so I definitely want to second both of those. Um, so well, I'm coming to you today with, uh, I have a theme. And my theme mm -hmm. is, you know, it's spring spring is when babies are born so we're dealing with <laughs> babies and pregnancy oh and, god <laughs> uh -oh. Uh -oh. My, my first film is inside from 2007 or in the original french à l'intérieur and it is it's currently mm. playing on voodoo and freevee that's r f r e e v e e freevee so inside it it is a um it, it's it's part of what they call the new wave of French horror. It's from 2007, so it, it's a bit bit extreme. It's by writer writers and directors Andre Bustillo and Julianne Mori, which I'm sure I didn't really pronounce this correctly. And in it, uh, Alison uh, Paradis plays Sarah, an expectant mother who whose husband has recently passed away, and uh, she starts getting stalked by La Femme, the woman played by Beatrice Dahl. And we're just going to leave it there. Um, <laughs> it's it's definitely one part of the French, the extreme French new wave of horror or French French new wave of extreme horror. Uh, it's it. Um, you might want to go to uh, does the dog die.com to check your trigger warnings on it uh, because it'll trigger you. Um, but it, it's it's excellent and it's intense. Um, so again, that's inside playing on Voodoo and Freevee. Now, longtime listeners would expect us to pass this off to Zach. Um, unfortunately, Zach is not with us tonight. But that's not because he got <laughs> eaten by bears on his trip. He just needs an extra week off. Um, mm. I think for some more recovery. So he did not get eaten by bears. I just want to state that in case anyone was worrying. So no I will pass. Bears. No salami bears either. So mm. I will pass this over to Bill Mulligan. Ah. So, um, Godzilla, Godzilla, I, just, I sure do love Godzilla movies. And it, it, there, there's like three or four, I don't know how you count it, different clusters of this incredibly long running series. And the first cluster, which started with the original Gojira and ended with this next one, Terra of Mecha Godzilla from 1975. And this film, I regret to say is, and will probably always remain, the lowest grossing Godzilla movie hmm. of all of them. Yes. By this time, Godzilla, which is not as 
at the time, maybe it's, I think it's different now, but at the time in the seventies, Godzilla was not as big a thing in Japan as he was in America. And Godzilla no in Japan kidding. was, was a kid's thing. They would release Godzilla movies with like animated Hamtaro cartoons or something. It was strictly, I think they thought of Godzilla the way we think of Gamera, just a, a goofy little diversion. And, you know, it's it's just now you go there and they they recognize that no, this is a huge money making thing. This is like the symbol of Japan, and as symbols go, it's way better than a bald eagle. Well, let's just put that right out there. We 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 screwed that up. Um. Anyway, so Terror of Mechagodzilla was an attempt to return to a more adult kind of thing. Get away from the Godzilla versus Megalon. Sorry, Jerry Chandler, it's his favorite. Um, and the the silly kind of stuff and. Take Mechagodzilla, who was a really cool creation, and one who could really, you know, put the serious hurt on Godzilla and bring him back and just do a more adult thing. And in that, it's fairly successful. It is a lot more. It's a lot darker and more serious. It's um, and it, it introduces another monster, uh, Titanosaurus, in his one and only appearance. I think he's a really cool design, but they've never used him since. Um, it's, a, it's about a, a scientist. <laughs> There's this scientist, this old scientist, who is drummed out of the scientific community because he had the temerity to declare that there was a dinosaur living in the ocean. And they thought, <laughs> this is the biggest load of foolishness ever, and they threw him out. I'm thinking, this is Japan. Um, a, di a, a guy announcing there's a dinosaur in the water, if they threw him out, it should be because it'd be like, you know, hey, wow, groundbreaking stuff, Richard Attenborough. What next? There's fish there, too. I mean, come on. Yeah, we were destroyed by dinosaurs once a year, sometimes twice. But, you know, for some reason, even though in this universe Godzilla exists, the idea of another dinosaur, well, that's crazy talk. So he's kind of bitter about it, and some aliens come along and use that to um, kind of influence him, and they, you know, he's able to control Titanosaurus, who uh, has a big tail with a fin on it, and if he waves it back and forth, it creates a hurricane. Look, the science in this is a little questionable, but it's a fun movie. Uh, I've always liked Mechagodzilla. Godzilla is, you know, totally the hero here. And it's a good send-off. It's by the original director, Yoshiro Honda, who did Gojira, and he came back for this one. But it didn't do well. It did really poorly, and that was it for a while until they, you know... Again, America was so crazy about Godzilla, they eventually brought back the vastly inferior Godzilla 1984, brought back Raymond Burr, and and that started the next cluster of films that were quite a few good ones in there. And there was another one after that. And I believe there's talk of going back to the well and Japan may come up with yet a fourth semi. These films are all kind of related, sort of, kind of. You know, Japan is not big on continuity. This movie is supposed to be a direct sequel of the last Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. But the script doesn't seem to remember anything that happened in that last movie. So I don't know. But anyway, Terror of Mechagodzilla, definitely fun. If you thought that the latter Godzilla movies got kind of silly and stupid, I'm right there with you, although I love them. But this one is a good send-off, a well-deserved send-off for our favorite guy. Mm. And it's it's on um, HBO Max, Roku, Criterion Collection, Tubi, as everything is, Flex. <laughs> so, so you have lots of opportunities to see this one. And I will throw this right to Renee. Well, thank you. That sounds quite interesting. And you're right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that would have been a much cooler, like, uh, country, you know, like, symbol instead of the bull. Oh, can you imagine just oh. the mascots and everything, you know? Oh, oh my God. Well, I, I, I think, isn't it true that that um, um, 
Benjamin Franklin had actually proposed Godzilla as, as the. <laughs> That's as that the, is often because, said. Yes. You know, yeah, that, because he, he felt that the the eagle was a dirty, nasty. Um, uh, eagle steal so fish he, from other birds, whereas right. Godzilla, you know, has a sort of grandeur about him. And, right, and so I mean, I think he was a big proponent of that, and you know, yeah. That, Did you read that on IMDb trivia? <laughs> <laughs> no, I need to go at it. Oh yeah, you should. Oh my gosh. Oh, Hamilton gosh. shot that idea right down. So. <laughs> you know, he got a good musical out of it, but frankly, I think his judgment was uh, questionable. <laughs> oh my gosh. So my next pick is a little bit more, more, um, I guess, recent. So um, it is about a, uh, a family that <laughs> moves to a new house in the middle of the country why people think this is a good idea because it really mm. just never works out right like when does that ever work out the kids are never happy people are always miserable it's not going to work so stop doing it anyway this movie is called the seller and it is available on shutter and apparently also now it's available on amc plus uh so yeah um <laughs> so it's got alicia cuthbert or cuthbert i apologize i never pronounced her name correctly mm. probably should have just not done that <laughs> um <laughs> could have just skipped right over it um so it's really kind of interesting um i don't think i'm really giving anything away when i say that their daughter kind of just disappears in the cellar um and so it's just it's kind of interesting um there's a lot of really cool shots and there's some bits of it that were were pretty cool um so yeah i think you know overall it's it's a pretty good watch it was pretty entertaining um and i don't you know it's it's one of those things it's you know the house and the and the missing person you know there's i don't want to say too much you know how it is mm. so yeah but again this movie is called the seller and it is available on shutter and amc plus and try to ignore the accents <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's my thing so with that being said i'm going to pass this over to paul why thank you renee um my next pick is again we're we're dealing with pregnancy um this one's interesting because i think it was marketed as horror and that's what i started watching it thinking it was and the the trailer gave you this feeling that it's this quirky kind of horror film but really uh, about it, it it it's really a drama and it really gets more into uh, definitely into a drama it is called swallow from 2019 hmm. <laughs> It's currently playing on AMC Plus, and it's by writer-director Carlo Mirabella Davis and stars Haley Bennett as Hunter, a, a young wife uh, whose husband, played by Austin Stowell, is he's you know he's rich and he's 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 going to be the new CEO of the company at some day and and she's like his kind of like his trophy wife and she's just very demure and very it's almost she's the the, the characters. The, the, she starts out at least very uh, not realistic. I mean, that's why I'm saying it, mm -hmm. it seems kind of this quirky because she, she's so demure and so quiet. At first, you're like, is she even going to say anything? Um, but uh, she gets pregnant and she develops like like a lot of pregnant women do. She develops pica. Pica is. Oh, the, yeah. Pica is mm -hmm. the desire to eat non-food objects. Um and uh, a lot of pregnant women get this. It's apparently pretty, really? pretty calm. Yeah. Um, in fact, one of my coworkers ha had it where she would chew ice incessantly when she was pregnant. And that's that's well, one example of pica. I mean, that's but, just sort of slow drinking. 
Hey, well, but <laughs> except except it's this desire like some pregnant women will eat dirt mm. or clay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that, well, that would soak up a lot of poison. So maybe there's an evolutionary well, advantage. Wow, there. that's well, so they, interesting. They they do tie it actually to it's really tied actually to. Yeah, nutrition issues, um, and that's usually mm. how they treat us by treating nutritional issues. Mm. This this uh, young young mother to be though starts by swallowing a marble, and mm. she goes from there. And oh it 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 did not go where I expected it to go at all because again I expected it to be a horror thriller. And sometimes some people list it as a thriller. Meh. It really definitely gets more into the drama area. Some of the characters are a little flat, but some of them are a lot more nuanced than you expect eventually, too. Um, it gets pretty intense. Again, you may want to check the trigger warnings on this one, too, because uh, you'll be triggered. Um, hmm. But it was it was well worth it. And like I said, it was a bit of a surprise to me because I was like, wow, this is this is not going where I And it definitely didn't go where I expected it to go. And I could see some people getting very upset by it. Um and it's it goes beyond just the the sort of the, you know it's first you have the kind of cringe moments like when she picks up like on, on the poster she picks up a push pin and you're like ah, oh you know but there's there's a lot more to it and and sort of the reasoning behind it and in the in the movie they mention the the nutritional aspect but with her it's it's more of a psychological aspect um, hmm. well worth watching but again check those trigger warnings folks if you if you have any uh, sort of oh, man, issues. Gonna... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, on this one, I could see some people being very upset at certain aspects of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's called Swallow, and it's on AMC+. And on that happy note, I think we're all done, are we not? I think we are. Oh, but I, I do have a note here that Zach oh. wants everybody to watch Robert. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, we're going to do like an all Robert, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I, if 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 you, unless either of you guys have a song, I do have a song that's I, oh, appropriate that's right. for my Oh head. no! Yeah. So so this song, Bill might recognize it when I start describing it. Um, oh. the, the, it was originally a hit for uh, uh, for uh, Paul Anka and Odia Coates. Um, Odia Coates. Oh boy. Um, but you know, I don't really like the Paul Anka version, so I prefer the version that was part of. Uh, the song uh, Golden Shower of Hits Jerks on 45 by the uh, Circle Jerks. And it goes like this. Oh, well. You're having my baby! You're a woman in love and I love what it's doing to you. I love what the microphone is doing to your singing, which is erase most of it. (laughs) You're a woman in love and I love what it's going through you. And once again for the weekend of June 10th, 2022, Bill recommended House by the Cemetery, available on Tubi, Shudder, Fubo, AMC Plus, and Showtime, and Terror of Mechagodzilla, available on HBO Max, Tubi, Pluto, Roku, and Plex. Paul recommended Inside, available on Vudu and Freebie, and Swallow, available on AMC Plus and DirecTV. I recommended Bad CGI Sharks, available on Tubi, Voodoo, and Plex. And The Cellar, available on Shudder and AMC+. Yeah, I hurt my Good. Much like, much like, much like Hunter does. You hurt my ears and my soul, so it's it's all even. Quiet.